Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara and welcome to The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. The city of Richmond is known nationally for its on-the-ground community work around gun violence prevention. And while community groups have made a lot of progress over the years, it's also still a big problem. And according to data analyzed by The Guardian, More than half of the gunshots fired in the city of Richmond in the last several years are directly affecting some of the youngest school-aged children in the community. There is a generation of students who for every year of their elementary school career was exposed to multiple incidents of gun violence. The impact of everyday incidents of gun violence is trickling down into elementary school classrooms across the city. And the mostly black and brown kids who've witnessed that violence need all the support they can get. Today, how kids at one Richmond school are dealing with gun violence and how adults can help them process it. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. So Stage Elementary is in South Richmond, close to El Cerrito. Abene Clayton is a reporter with The Guardian's Guns and Lies in America project. 
It is one of the oldest schools in the city. It has the most black students of any other school in West Contra Costa Unified School District. And a lot of the students come from subsidized kind of housing communities. I grew up less than half a mile away, like around the corner. So it's um, an area I'm really familiar with. I know a lot of the people who have come out of the housing communities nearby. A lot of folks who um, started organizing and trying to support kids in the area. So it's, you know, it definitely feels like home. Well, take us into the classroom and sort of paint the scene for me. What was it like stepping in there? It was interesting. Even though they were all like 10 and 11 year olds, I found myself like really nervous about whether or not they would like me. <laughs> That's me, y'all. Hi, everybody. And they did. They were super sweet. My first name's Abine, my middle name is Brianna, which is a more common name. Abine, I like Abine. The classroom was like super colorful. They had this like green rug that they all were able to just kind of like sit and chill on while they did their lessons. And it was, um, yeah, it was really just like being transported back into elementary school, even though I knew I was there to talk about something incredibly heavy. It was just nice to be in that environment with so many, like, hopeful, bright-eyed little babies. So I am a reporter. I'm from Richmond. I cover um, a kind of sad topic. I I cover um, gun violence, which is something that affects a lot of people, um, especially people who look like us. And I'm going to and that's what we're going to be here to to talk about. Um, One of the things I want to. What did you ask the students? What did you want to know from them? My first question to them was just a very broad one for the whole class. Raise your hand if you've ever heard real gunshots by your home. Just about every hand shot up and they already began sharing, you know what I mean, talking over each other, trying to share their little stories like, I heard one here, I heard one there and and all of that kind of stuff. So that was when it was like clear to me that like, okay, most of these kids had heard a gunshot. And then I asked another question. So now I want to know, again, and you can keep your hand up, how many of you all know somebody who has been shot? Someone in your family or a friend? So a few fewer people. So that still is about most of y'all. Some hands did go down, but a lot of them remained high and they started talking about, you know, cousins and uncles and brothers and that whole sort of thing who had been lost to gun violence. There was one time, um, I was at home eating some pancakes um, on the couch and then I heard gunshots. It was a lot of them. What stuck out to me most was that there was like maybe four to six students who all were from Crescent Park. So it was um, me and him. Um, we were um, we were at, like it was like in her circle. Okay, and, in the uh, Crescent as well. Yeah. Mm. I think it was one day, maybe a, a summer or two ago, and it was like four to six of the kids were playing in Crescent Park, just having a good time, and an argument in the community turned to gunshots while the kids were playing outside and they all just were like, do you remember where you ran? I think I ran to your house. Um, and then I think you ran to mine. It was in session, yeah. School was in session. So, session. 
Oh, y'all it was were, summer. It was summer. It was, it was summer. summer. Y'all heard the. It sounds like a few of y'all heard that incident. Yeah, yeah I did. And then, um, yeah. when I was One little boy, unfortunately, said he was running and he ended up by himself and he, he tripped and fell and a, and a bullet flew like right over his head. I seen like a like, guy that was running with guns. Mm. He run past and I seen him then start shooting and the bullet flew over my head. What? Um, the stories that they just shared among each other. A part of me was like, I'm really glad y'all have each other, but also like, are these the summertime stories that that it's safe and healthy for you to carry with you? Albany, you're just talking about an incredible amount of violence. And I know that what you heard anecdotally from students at Stige actually fits in with a larger trend in the city of Richmond, right? Can you actually tell us what the data shows exactly? Though I visited Steej and focus on them in my story, they are actually on the lower end of um, highly impacted schools where a number of incidents of gun violence have happened nearby. Our data was from 2013 to 2022, all Richmond Police Department data. We found that there were about 2,350 shootings. And we found that um, in the past 10 years of these over 2,300 shootings, about 40% of them happened near one of Richmond's K through 12 campuses. And of those shootings that happened near schools, 80% of them were near elementary schools. So that pretty much means that there is a generation of students who for every year of their elementary school career was exposed to multiple incidents of gun violence, either near their school or if it didn't happen directly in front of the school. All that means is that it happened closer to their homes because so many of them just live nearby. So we're talking about kids who are already in these under-resourced areas being exposed to violence while violence in Richmond is lower than in many years and decades before. It's still happening. And I know that a couple of the students that you met at Steej actually told you personally about the kind of impact that witnessing this gun violence has had on them. What did you hear from some of these students about that impact. One story that has really stuck with me and like every time I or have had to go back in the copy and like look and read her little, her little testimony, I get like verklempt. This little girl, Michaela, she was one of the other fifth graders. She had known a lot of violence. And what about you, um, Michaela? How has it affected you at school? Cause I be thinking about it, but that's why I be fidgeting with stuff. She was talking to me about um, how, you know, she'll be in class and she'll just be out of nowhere. Think about an uncle or a um, a cousin who was killed before she knew them or was killed while she was alive. Funerals she's attended. She referred to them as like her extra sensitive days. She's like, some days I'm just extra sensitive. You know, I'm tired and I'm scared. And it's like all of these things are just going on in her head while she's in the classroom. Like, I don't want nobody talking to me in mm-hmm. any way. I don't want nobody yelling at me, like, getting me a ton of time. Yeah, I got to do my work. I might catch an attitude with her. 
Yeah, sometimes I be mad and I wanna hit somebody or throw something. Her mom would get called, she would get sent to the principal's office, suspended, referrals, all of these sorts of um, punishments. She told me that when she got to fifth grade, you know, she was having an extra sensitive day and she just wasn't cooperating. And she even told me, she was like, in my mind, I knew I was wrong, but like, I couldn't help it. Mm. So I was just sitting there, I was like, so y'all gonna call my mom? Mm. And then um, she was like, no, it's never for us to call your mom. It's, it's like, just for us to have a talk with you. And I wasn't used to that. The teacher instead offered her, she was like, nah, just go out, take a walk, take a minute, run a lap. You need to, they have a little corner that's like enclosed with bookshelves where the kids can go and just like have a quiet minute, take a nap if they need to. And that built a bond and a level of trust that was evident to me. Even just thinking about it now, such a sweet little girl, like it just makes me so sad because she's one of thousands across the nation who have probably had these experiences and may not have had a teacher who was like, let's have a walk. Let's put on the soundproof headphones. Okay, you need a minute. And instead just keep getting sent out, keep having this like disciplinary record built up to the point they get to middle school and they're like, ah, we already got your number. This really happens to kids. They really get discriminated against because they have been traumatized. Albany says that when it comes to support for students, there's really only a patchwork available. A lot of schools in Richmond have historically partnered with community-based organizations to provide counseling or outlets for students like art and music. But programs around gun violence and violence prevention are primarily geared towards older students. Teachers do have social-emotional learning curriculum that can help, but overall, Abene says there's no systemic approach here. And often, it's up to individual adults to figure out how to address this trauma in the classroom for young kids. I don't think that a lot of people know exactly what to do with them. They might see it, they might know there's a problem, but even for teachers, it might be like, gosh, I have 28 other kids in here. They all got needs. Some didn't eat this morning. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with this one kid who has these incredibly high and serious needs when I have to manage a classroom of others? Like, what am I actually supposed to do? So I have some level of grace and understanding, but when you see the impact on the kids, it's hard to like, it's hard to accept. What has the district said about all this? I got a chance to speak with Dr. Kenneth Hurst, who is the um, superintendent for West Contra Costa Unified. It's a tough district. He's been there for about two years. Originally was in Southern California. Tough because there's so much need here. It sounded like... He is just trying to maintain solvency, frankly. The thing that exacerbates it is that there's a severe staffing shortage. He doesn't seem to have that kind of focus on gun violence exposure. So I will say that um, this year that our priority has been around training and working with our organizations that help support our schools, like um, our RISE Center. 
his understanding, Richmond is a lot better than it ever was before. You know, like this is a place where gun violence has been reduced so much. And he said that this is like one of the hardest districts he's worked in, you know, because of the solvency issues that the well-documented solvency issues that West Contra Costa has been having. I will say honestly that I have not um, heard a lot from students or staff about the impact of what's happening in the community as it relates to the school district and how that has negatively impacted them. What do you want people to take away from this story? This is one school in a nation where gun violence happens constantly. And this is a school in a place where gun violence has been reduced through community actions for years. A lot of places in Richmond are like now national models for how you should deal with gun violence and young people. And still, these kids are seeing these things and still they're carrying guns to feel safe. What's happening in like Philly? What's happening in Oakland? What's happening in Canton, Ohio? What are these kids going through? It's a very existential, stressful thing to think about, but I'm hoping that this story can at least let other educators and as I call them, like muckety mucks with all the degrees that are being consulted with and leading, leading workshops and stuff like, y'all need to know this. If it's happening in Richmond, it's happening in your district. Just based on the fact that like schools are in communities and communities face violence. Well, I appreciate you for always uh, coming on our show, Avne, and it's always a pleasure talking with you. Thanks for joining us. Yes, of course. Great to see you, E. I hope you have a great one. That was Abene Clayton, a reporter with The Guardian's Guns and Lies in America project. Abene's full story on elementary-aged kids and gun violence in Richmond, published today. Check out The Guardian's website for that story. This conversation with Abene was cut down and edited by our intern, Jalen Herdman, and our senior editor, Alan Montecilio. Maria Esquinka scored this episode and added all the tape. The Bay is made by listener-supported KQED in San Francisco. Now, I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.com. 
org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.